This podcast is brought to you by Laterno University. Laterno University is the Christian polytechnic university in the nation where educators engage students to nurture Christian virtue, develop competency and ingenuity in their professional fields, integrate faith and work, and serve the local and global community. Laterno offers more than 140 undergraduate and graduate degree programs across a range of disciplines and delivery models at Laterno's residential campus in Longview, Texas, and in hybrid and fully online options at centers in the Dallas and Houston areas. Online at letu.edu. That's letu.edu. Hey there, it's producer Michael Miracle here. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. We are your on-air resource as a workplace believer. And check out our website for tons more I Work For Him resources. We've got blogs and podcasts and reading material and all sorts of fun stuff there. Plus, a link to listen to the live show several times a day. Yep, head to the website. That's IWorkForHim.com. IWorkTheNumberForHim.com. And the listen tab's up there on the top left. Click that, then click the live link, and you can listen to us live every weekday. That's IWorkForHim.com. I work the number for him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for, hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I Work For Him podcast. Back in Cincinnati today. So make sure you check out this organization. We're talking about transformational leadership again, as we did a few weeks ago. Check it out online, transformlead.com, transformlead.com. And before we get into our guest today, please check I Work For Him out online, iworkforhim.com. That's I Work, the number four, him. All right. In studio with us today, we've got, well, and and Martha, give Martha a little bit of a break. She might join us a little bit later on in the show, but right now it's myself, Jim Brangenberg, and Dan McNeil. Dan McNeil is the partner of Alta Impact, and right here in Cincinnati, Dan, you said you've been here a long time in Cincinnati. Been in Cincinnati since 1997 when I started my first company. Well, fantastic. So Cincinnati, what, you know, Cincinnati's kind of the South, but it's also part of the Midwest. How do you describe the the general business culture here in Cincinnati? I tell you what, it is a wonderful place to do business. Really good people who look out for each other. That's true Midwestern roots, uh, hard work ethic, and people who just want to have a great quality of life. It's a wonderful place to do business. Hmm. I, I love what I love. In fact, is lots of great. Well, there's hills and there's valleys and there's rivers. I grew up in Minnesota where the, everything's flat, and so this is a. It's a. It's a. It's a nice change of place. And the houses and the buildings you got old and new and everything mixed in between. And then I saw a sign alongside the road that Cincinnati was established in 1788 or 86. Yeah, everything in Minnesota, you know, the stuff that was established in the mid-1800s, that was all sod farms, and so that stuff's all gone. Talk to me, Dan McNeil, about how did you come to be a Christ follower? Well, I was raised Catholic uh, right out of the get-go. Great uh, parents, uh, Catholic school, Catholic grade school, uh, wonderful breathing. The Lord was you know, baptized as a baby. The Lord's in my life from the very beginning. Hmm, fantastic. Okay, so we're going to go deeper into that, but... Talk to me about Alta Impact. How does God have you spending each and every one of your days? I want to call it your business tree. That's right. So Alta Impact means uh, Alta is high. Uh, we go high so that we can go deep. Uh, Ooh, we like help that. companies solve the people stuff so they can actually get the business done that they want to get done. Uh, so for me, I started my first business in 1997, uh, hard charging entrepreneur type, very motivated, former college football player, competitive to the nth degree and got out of the gate and grew up pretty quickly, but then got stuck. 
and uh, you know was pretty successful, but was stuck for three years. And at that point in time, really would blame uh, my employees, my customers, my vendors, anybody else except for me. And then I met this guy named Ford Taylor, who, who loved me enough to tell me in a great way that the problem with my company was me. <laughs> How did that go? Hey, you know, not a lot of hard charging guys. I be I being one of them, uh, used to be a hard charging guy without any feelings. How did you receive that? Because those are words that are tough. They really are. It's one of the tougher days of my life. But the the cool thing was he'd actually built into me when I had done things right. So when he came to me and told me specifically, "You're doing this. You're doing this. You're doing this. You're doing this," it was hard not to listen to him. And then he started to work with me and teach me the TL concepts. Um, and within two years, that company um, grew six times in revenue and ten times in profit. Wow! A lot. Of th- that's an, an, a, a very cool formula: six times revenue, ten times in profit. Which means you weren't near as profitable as you should have been at the where you started. And the constraint was me. Right. So when you say that you, with Alta Impact, you're helping companies deal with the employee issues. No, that's not what you said. You said you help companies with the. People stuff. People stuff so they can do the business stuff. That they always wanted to do. Right. Why is the people stuff such a big deal? Because we all bring a way of thinking, a way we were from other businesses, from the way we were uh, raised, from the things that have happened to us. We all bring that stuff to work. The wonderful thing about this is the neuroscience in the last 15 years is exposed. It's absolutely impossible to separate work and home. So we bring all the home stuff to work, and we bring the work stuff to home. So if we're bringing all that stuff in, it really does get in the way of us being successful at work. And what's amazing, I haven't even seen that out in the Mm. news, because I don't know that they ever actually admit that stuff, but it is something that we talk about every day on I Work For Him. Well, actually, every Tuesday we dedicate to marriage and relationships, because if your marriage and your relationships are screwed up at home, it absolutely impacts your workplace. And now they do have studies that actually shows this, that a, a... an employee going through a divorce, it often costs 1.5 times their salary to the company for them going through that divorce. And it impacts so much productivity and effectiveness and sales and errors and things like that. It's just, it's an amazing impact. So what goes on at home really does impact the work and work goes back to home. Of course, we all know that. You betcha. And I love that you're a numbers guy and you can quote that kind of stuff. I love the latest Gallup numbers about employee engagement. Came out in January. Well, well, like that 30 or 40% are engaged and everybody else is like... Whoa, whoa, it's way worse than that. It was even worse than that. 18% are actively disengaged. That means they are intentionally working against the goal of the company. Mm. Not passively. That's painful. They're intentionally and leaders let them stay in their organization. That's crazy to me. Now, the other number is... because firing is very uncomfortable, and managing people in order to either get them to improve or get them to leave is also extreme. That's a lot of work. It is when when you don't know how to get there, and that was the thing that changed for me with TL was I was a really hard-charging guy, and I wanted to get there. The problem was... I didn't know how to be the guy I wanted to be and lead those people. And that's why we're talking about transformational leadership today. I really want our audience, if you're the leader of an organization, or leader of a business, transformational leadership is something that all of your people need to experience because it will transform your company because each one of your people is a leader within your company and it will it's just something i just totally believe on and and of course the secret is we're talking about this on i work for him the secret is the transformational leadership is all biblical 
But these guys take transformational leadership into organizations across the world, and they just don't quote the scriptures that back this stuff up, but it works because it's based on truth. So we're talking with Dan McNeil today. He is a partner in Alta Impact, and, and Dan, you said that Ford Taylor is the one that, I mean, Ford Taylor is the founder of transformational leadership. He's the one that told you about TL and got you involved. He's the one that smacked you upside the head with a two by four. It is. And thank goodness he did. And, you know, we're talking about business success, but what it did for my business was fantastic. What it did for my marriage and my home life, whoo, way better. And I've heard that several times as I've interviewed people is that, that, well, what, so let's just say, instead of me just saying what other people said, tell me why did it impact not just your business but your home life and your and your kids? Well, well give it, give an example. Well, I'll tell, I'll give you a perfect example. I had wonderful parents, but they parented the way they were parented. Sure, absolutely. And uh, and then we put the Catholic thing on top of that. Well. Um, some blame, some shame, and, and punishment was a big piece of how they parented. Well, all of those things don't work, and they actually hold us back. And the people stuff we started talking about at the beginning, right. blame and shame is a big piece of the people stuff that gets in the way of what we are. So when you go through transformational leadership, you learn a social promise about how we're going to treat each other and what we're going to do when we don't. My girls mm, learned that when they were six and eight years old. Now, when they do conflict, they don't come to mom and dad. They go to each other. Right. Their relationship with each other is fantastic. One of them's a freshman in college right now. One of them is a junior in high school. They talk almost every day. And they don't talk small talk. They really build into each other. They help each other. They counsel each other. Man. Unfortunately, that's, I didn't have that growing up. And I didn't know how to get them there. But, so you have a social promise. And you also have a way to do discipline. The same discipline tool you use in your in your office at work, you use it at home, and you use it a subtly differently. Game changer. Now your kids own their own behaviors, and they make up the consequences if they decide not to do it. Now they're not mad at mom and dad. The only person they have to blame if they don't behave correctly is, is themselves. themselves. So... How long ago did you first go through the whole TL program, Transformational Leadership, which people can find out about more online at transformlead.com? You bet. I went through in 2005 the first time, and um, it really hit home the second and third time. So you've gone more than one time. Oh, I've been through, geez, 20 times, and now I've taught it. Uh, I live teach it. Jay and I, my business partner, Jay Messner, who's off the charts, just the best business partner there. We've taught it hundreds of times. Matter of fact, I was in a client teaching TL yesterday. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Listen, talking today about transformational leadership, once again, I wanted to bring this to the iWorkFrame audience because if, if there's one program, quote unquote, that you should bring into your organization anywhere in the world, because this is being taught across the globe, it's transformational leadership. Find out more about it online at transformlead.com, transformlead.com. In fact, there's some there's some sessions coming up in the Tampa Bay area. I don't know about the Jacksonville area. We'll have to find out about that. But across the country, you can find out where the next sessions are coming. Just go to transformlead.com. Now, we're talking to Dan McNeil. He is a partner of Alta Impact, and he's been to TL. That's what we use for the abbreviation for transformational leadership, just because transformational leadership has eight syllables. Transformational leadership. Yep, eight syllables. So that's why we got to say TL. 
But Dan's a, a graduate and a graduate and a graduate. He's got a doctorate degree in transformational leadership because he's gone how many times? I've been through about 20, and I've taught it hundreds of times. No kidding. Yes. Are you still learning stuff every time you do every it? Every single time. Is that because the people are different every time? No. The interesting thing is the people, the people are dealing with the same issues no matter what industry we're in, what type of business we're in. No kidding. We see the exact same stuff over and over again. So when you decided to go the first time, when Ford... Well, he doesn't guilt people, but when Ford heavily suggested with the 2x4 that you desperately needed it, what did you expect to get out of it the first time you went? Boy, I had been to leadership stuff before. Okay. I thought I'd go have a couple of good days of experience. I'd feel really good, and then three weeks later, I wouldn't be using any of it. Right. But what did you get really get? Wow, the game changer was I got the same thing I got at those, knowledge and theory. But what I got at this one is I got real-world tools, and I also got how to do it. So now I could take that stuff and go use it right away yeah but i've been to leadership training across the country mm-hmm. i've never been i never was taught this stuff i never was taught it in church yeah. i was never taught it in a leadership thing because the leadership talk, talks about how to be they talk about what does a great leader look like right. but but to deal i mean great leaders touch the lives of people and we look at jesus he was the most transformational leader ever in, in, in all of humanity, and he touched the lives of people, and that's how we changed, made things incredible. That's what transformational leadership's all about, isn't it? It is, and one of the great things Jesus did was he treated people fantastic. Even the ones he challenged, he treated them great. Some of them decided to do it. Not all of them did, but he challenged them in a great way. And that, as a leader, especially if you're a driven, charismatic leader like I am, I thought leadership was something different. I thought you were supposed to drive your people and a demand excellence. Well, what I found out was when I treated them great and then I got vulnerable and transparent, I had much more influence. Oh, yeah. That, that's that, that power, the, the power of speaking love into people and loving your people, which they don't say five languages of appreciation in the workplace. Really, it's just teaching. It's loving people where they're at. In the work, because most people come from everybody we deal with on the street, no matter where we're, whether we're dealing with a church or in our workplace or at the grocery store in our neighborhood, they all have woundedness. You betcha. And they want to know that they're, that they're appreciated, but they also want to know that you appreciate them as a person and you know them as a person. And the only way to do that is to get vulnerable and transparent. But the lie we believe is if we're vulnerable and, vulnerable and tra- that we've been taught, especially in America, if we're right. vulnerable and transparent, we're weak. Right. It's not true. If you want your people to trust you, and our, our equation at, at uh, Out to Impact yeah, is... Yeah, tell me what that means. Yeah. It says T plus C plus A equals E to the X. Trust. Okay. So the only way to get trust, the fastest way to get trust is to get vulnerable and transparent. Okay. Admit when you're wrong. Treat your people great. Let them know who you are. Trust plus clarity. When they absolutely know what's expected of them... A lot what, easier for them to do it. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing what happens when you get clear on those things. And then you get them aligned. Where are we going? Is there compensation alignment? This is one of the biggest oopses I see. One of my favorite things to do is come into companies and get their compensation and alignment with the behaviors they want. One of the great quotes you learn in TL, (laughs) tell me how I'm evaluated and I'll tell you how I behave. If you measure me illogically, don't be surprised at logical behavior. Now, I'm a sales guy. I've been a sales guy all my life, and I've been amazed at uh, organizations that are sales organizations that reward their their salespeople with a salary. I'm like... How does that motivate a sales guy? That doesn't motivate a sales guy. Sales guys need to be motivated based on behavior. They love to know that what they're doing makes a difference to their bottom line. Perfect example. So the leader is frustrated with his people, right? 
the compensation's out of alignment for the behavior they want. They get frustrated with their people, and then they start to, just like I did, no judgment, start to demand more of them, ask more of them, and they're still not getting the behaviors. And then we double down and do it more, and conflict gets higher, stress goes up, and performance goes down. Mm-hmm. versus just simply getting your compensation in alignment with the behaviors so you want. So what's E to the power of X? So, so you said trust plus clarity plus alignment. When you have all of those things, you get engagement to the exponential. We talked about the people who are disengaged in the workforce. Can you imagine what would happen to throughput if you got your whole team engaged? But that takes building relationships. It sure does. And that's what transformational leadership is all about. It does. So my first business, we had four different locations. Okay. Now, before TLA. How many different states? uh, One state. Okay. In Ohio. We had uh, four locations, and I worked about 70 to 75 hours a week. Hmm. So that was really great for your marriage and your kids. Oh, fantastic. My stress level was high, and when I got home, I didn't treat them very well. So... Um, change, go to TL, start thinking differently, start serve, teach, train, and equipping my people. And oh, by the way, getting out of my own way, because I would go to leadership stuff all the time. And they say stuff like, hey, Dan, you should work on your company, not in your company. I'd say, thanks, Captain Obvious. Will you tell me how to do that? And they couldn't tell me how to do right. it. The only place I They ever, love to use that line. They though. do. They love it. Sound, makes them sound real smart. Oh, yeah. And I would ask them, well, how do you do it? And they couldn't do it. And then I came to TL, and they, there's something called V-Steel they teach, that it doesn't matter what's happening in your family or in your business, and you go right into that and figure out what it is. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Talk to me about how – so this transformed your company. You said that you took profitability – profitability went up – no, you said – your revenue, went up, revenue six, went up six times, but your profitability went up 10 times. Yes. And I, and I went from working 70 to 75 hours a week to about 30. And, and it impacted your marriage, how? Oh, my gosh. You're still married. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, as I like to say, I'm way over-chicked. Celia, <laughs> we all married I, yes, up, my friend. Yes, we did. Well, my wife's an entrepreneur, too. And no she kidding. uses this, this stuff in her business. So did you guys get to go to this together? Oh, no. No, no, no. When I first learned TL, I only used it at work, and I didn't use it at home because I was very transactional. That's what I wanted to get out of it. And people would meet my wife and go, man, your, your husband's awesome. And she'd go, are you talking? <laughs> I'm talking about the same guy. I'm talking about the same guy. And then finally I started using it at home, and then she trusted me enough. She went. Huh. Man, is that fantastic. And you've already talked about the impact on your daughters. Talk to me. Well, do we do that live in there? Is that in between the segments? I don't even remember. Okay, so talk to me about, uh, you made a comment to Ford Taylor. that Hey, you're teaching this to companies. You're teaching this to organizations. What are you doing to impact your city? Right. You're that guy that said that. Yeah, so how he, is this, this how was, is this impacting the city? This was early in the process of transformational leadership becoming transformational leadership. And I'd had this wonderful experience and this this results that were fantastic. I go, Wow, you, you gotta get this out to other people. You gotta take this to the city, you gotta take it to other businesses. Because can you imagine what would happen if we could do that? That people could actually be the leader they wanted to be in business, they could live their faith without being overt, because one of the things we love at Alta Impact is if if people are working with Jay and I and they go, man, there's something different about those guys. Because we teach this stuff, we don't even mention God right. when we're teaching this stuff. It's what completely plain glass. But if they go, man, this stuff's really good and it's working, where does it come from? We always ask them twice, do you really want to know? And when they say yes, man, do we get to have the best conversation ever. 
Hmm. Well, really, this is my, in my simplistic view. You know, the, somebody asked Jesus, hey, what, what are the, what's the greatest commandment? Well, Jesus said, hey, well, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Right. And number two, love your neighbor as yourself. You this is love your neighbor as yourself. This is the whole deal. That's what transformational leadership is all about. The, the key for me was I used to love myself a lot. And I and I went in business that came out. I just wanted to transact with them. The flip, truly changing the way you think. Now I got other people what they wanted, and, and it got you what you wanted. Absolutely. You recommend that people go through transformational leadership? Oh, it's a game changer, life changer. Absolutely. So I mean, it could turn any organization around. It does. Yes, any organization it doesn't matter the industry, the type of people you've had, and we work with. Everything from the highest IT to manufacturing to a bakery to everything in between. As a matter of fact, one of my fa- our favorite companies is 95% millennials, and they are an absolute rocket ship. Well, I bet that is that would be so much fun because, oh. as we just heard Ford say, you weren't probably in the room. It's like, hey, you know what? We've we got to stop labeling millennials because they really are an incredible generation. Oh, my gosh. They take this stuff and fly with it. Dan McNeil, thanks so much for being an I Work for him today. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Dan McNeil with Alta Impact. We're still talking about transformational leadership right here in Cincinnati, Ohio. I really want you guys to check this out for your organization. Check it out online at transformlead.com. That's transformlead.com. Right now, we're, we're sitting in the midst of a transformational leadership training session right here in Cincinnati on location at Tridestone New Beginning Church. And, and, and we've got the pastor, Pastor Jerry Colbreth. He's sitting here with me. He's been through, you've been through transformational leadership. Several, several. Several times. Mm-hmm. It's, and, th- and that seems to be a common theme that people don't just go once. They keep going back. And is it because you just can't get it all the first time? Or what's well, the deal? it's like anything else that's important to uh, life change. You can't get it all one time. So <laughs> every time I go, I, I pick up something different that impacts my life and makes things better for me as far as transforming my life so that I can be transformative when sure. I deal with people that I deal with. Well, let's talk about that. You're, you're a pastor here at Tridestone New Beginning Church. So people want to, maybe there's somebody listening here in Cincinnati today. Tell people how they can find you online. Oh, easily. Just go to Tridestone, uh, tsmbchurch.com, and you can find us. We're out there. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. My son uh, makes sure of all those. Oh, he's got that. All, you, yeah. you got a millennial? You got yeah, I got a millennial. <laughs> just outside of millennial. What would we do with all these young oh my kids? Goodness. These millennials <laughs> and all like, of the technology and stuff <laughs> like, today. But, I was just like, here's my phone. Would you please fix it? Yeah. <laughs> but we're, we're definitely plugged into social media. And we're easy to find. We live stream every Sunday. Sweet. Uh, so it's and Tridestone, though, it's T-R-Y-E-D. It's T-R-Y-E-D. All right. So I want to make sure people told, told, uh, that we got that. Okay. Before we get into your the impact of... Uh, transformational leadership on your life talk about how did you become a jesus follower oh my goodness that's taking me way back but uh you know i was raised up with a with a grandparent that made sure that i was involved uh, in going to quote unquote church and so um i remember when i went away to college uh, in my first year of college that i really got introduced to jesus i mean i really had an encounter with god where i knew from that point on that i was going to be serious about my 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 walk with him and me following him and that's carried me ever since i mean i thank god i was raised up uh, in a family where they made sure that I knew about him. And early in my life, I made a confession of faith, but it really wasn't until sure. I was a teenager in my first year of college that I had an encounter. 
and um, I knew God was real. I knew Jesus was real. And I began to study like never before about who he was and who I was in him. And so that that's pretty much um, shaped my life. It shaped my life. And how did that lead you to your vocation being the pulpit, the pastoral pulpit? Oh, that's another story. See, I, I'm actually out of corporate America. Okay, I spent, sweet. I spent most of story. my time in corporate America. Uh, you know, that's and, why you get what we talk about, yeah, and I work for him, right? And God, God always uh, would promote me, move me from position to position. Always had me in leadership position. I, I mean, I love, I love the Lord, and I love what I was doing as far as uh, the local fellowship was concerned. But I was a corporate person, you know, and I was always in upper management. Management. And just being there, I realized that I had a voice and I could actually represent him without using all of the Christianese. Sure. I could actually represent him and bring the influence of the kingdom of God to the affairs that I was involved in. Into that marketplace. Uh, absolutely. So much so. I remember having a president of, of one of the companies I worked for and we were having all kind of problems manufacturing uh, the material we was manufacturing, machines and people. And I just asked him, said, you know, maybe we could come together and just pray. And uh, it shocked him. He said, pray? I said, yeah, pray. So um, we were able to talk, share. And he was he was a devout Catholic. So we said, I said, let's pray. So we started praying every morning. And that became a routine where we prayed every morning. And he ended up getting promoted to the top the most top position in the company. Uh, and then he promoted me up as well. But I'm telling you, you just bring in that influence of the kingdom of God to the affairs of men. It's, it's us living out our kingdom citizenship and making sure that um, we look like Jesus, that we talk like him, that we have the kind of character and not, not without flaws. We have flaws, but that that he was always first and that we live that way and living that way opened up doors for me. It always did. Always did. I love the fact that you let out with the prayer thing, though, because we talk about that on I work for him all the time, that if, if Christ followers would just start praying First of all, four people that they work alongside by name every day. That's right. But look for ways eventually, because they're def- they're befriending the people they work alongside, look for ways to pray with them. Absolutely. When you notice they're having one of those rougher days, and nobody ever says no. They love getting prayed for. And and it opens up doors that you never Absolutely. imagined being open. All right, so let's then trans- go down the road to how you got introduced to transformational leadership. Uh, actually, because I got introduced to Ford Taylor, uh, God has just had us working together on a number of different projects in the city. One of the main ones we were working with uh, had to deal with young people and uh, leading them to Christ. And, um, you know, we, we worked diligently together for years on that. And God blessed us, and thousands of young people came to Christ. But that's how I got to know him. And then he began to share a story, of course, about transformational leadership. And one of the first transformational leadership larger groups that he did, we actually hosted it here because I so believed in um, not only the man that was teaching it because he lives this. Oh, yeah, he does. You know, but when I went through the first transformational leadership uh, training, um, it changed my life. I recognized some things that I hadn't recognized. And, and a, a phrase Ford uses all the time, this is another tool you can put in your tool belt. So the various tools that comes out of transformational leadership um, is profound if you actually embrace them. And one of the key things that, that really excites me 
uh, about transformational leadership is that if you really want to see change, change has to start with you. Mm, amen to it that. It has to start with us individually. We have to, God has to work on us. And if I'm transformed, then it's going to affect everybody that I, I have influence with. Right. So That makes you, you a leader. Absolutely. And, it, and, and transformation is the key. We don't realize the things that maybe we harbor or the things that hinder us from being the kind of leaders that God would have us to be. What transformational leadership does is help you peel back that onion and look at some things. The way you interact with people, the way you do business, the way that you share, the way that you apologize. I mean, all these key things that that we do all the time, but it gives us tools on how to do them. And if we embrace those tools, I, I, I guarantee you it'll change your circumstance. I love that. Hey, today we're talking about transformational leadership and why your organization should bring this in. You you need to get this training. Check it out online for a transformational leadership event coming close to you online at transformlead.com, transformlead.com. And there's one coming up in Sarasota soon. So make sure if you're in the Florida, Tampa Bay area, check out that one coming up in Sarasota, Florida. All right. So when you first went because you'd already known Ford so you already saw his heart and, and Ford's yes, heart yes. Is, is he, he doesn't just wear it on his sleeve it's oozing all over him it, yes it is <laughs> from the way he hugs you and greets you and, and speaks truth in you what did you expect when you walked in that room versus what did you get well um being transparent um I expected to learn because I knew Ford and I knew the kind of things he was sharing with me um but I also had the tendency to believe, coming out of corporate America, it was going to be another training session where you just get some information and, you, you know, and you're excited about it for the moment. Then you go on with your life, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> what the last person I interviewed on the show said. Exactly. Yeah, like you that. just go on with your life. But what happens in transformation or leadership training is you, you, you're – you're forced in an open environment without any coercion, but just the material forces you to be introspective. And you begin to question yourself about things and the way you do things. And you begin to see that there are better ways to do things to get the results that you're trying to get. Uh, and, it, and it's in a more inclusive, more team-focused, more caring manner. And, um, and because you're being transformed, I really think, personally, being a believer, that God uses transformational leadership to help us see some of his biblical truths um, in a practical manner, without Christianese, in a corporate kind of setting, so that the, the people who get offended over religion, you know, or religious people can hear these biblical truths Without having the these and the thous attached to it, they walk away with that truth, not realizing that they're walking away with the biblical truth. Because it's something, because the only person that can really change a person is God. Amen. Transformation right. has to come from him. And so he uses this to transform um, even those who don't even act like they know him. But it actually causes them to open up to an experience with the Lord. It, it's almost a back door. It's it's it's, it's, it's kind of like it's that. a back door way to introduce the gospel to people, yeah. the truth of the kingdom to people, 
But they're getting it. And so, so Ford's not quoting the scripture, but everything in transformational leadership is all biblical. It's all biblical. It's biblically based. It's, it's in the character building that you get out of transformational leadership comes from the word of God. All right. So let's talk about that character transformation in Pastor Jerry. And talk about talk about that. What was it that God pointed out in you, Jerry, that said, hey, this is something that I need you to work on? Well, there's a six-step apology. <laughs> You know, we always, when, we, when we've done something wrong or we have offended someone or whatever, you know, we always try to um, justify our behavior. And what, what the training does when you learn the six-step apology, um, it's all about you admitting. It's all about you. If there was an offense and you're admitting that offense and you're telling them you're sorry, you're asking them to hold you accountable, you, then you ask them, is there anything else, you know? So it, it takes... It, it causes you to realize that many times we're always trying to project our beliefs and our feelings and, and our motivations and all of that on someone else when if we've offended them or they feel like they've been offended, we need to hear that. And the six-step apology, you actually go, as Ford says, with pre-forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, you go and you listen. And then you, if you did wrong, just admit it. I did that. And I'm sorry, which is hard for people to do. You know, we almost have to be backed into a corner to admit that we did something wrong. Even if it's glaringly shining in our face, we, have to, we, we, we don't want to admit that because it, it, I think it makes us feel, I, I think our pride gets in the way. It makes us feel less than. But um, to actually say, and, you know, working in, I've been married for 45 years. Praise God. That's so, awesome. Amen. And so, um, and to be, Married for 45 years is, you know, it's God. When we come back, the rest of that 45-year story and more from Pastor Jerry Colbreth from Tridestone New Beginning Church right here in Cincinnati, Ohio. You're listening to I Work Room with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm privileged to do so as we sit in Cincinnati, Ohio today. We're actually in one of the suburbs, aren't we? Or are we actually in Cincinnati? We're actually in Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just know that my GPS is telling tell me, take, take a right, take a right, take a left, stay in this lane. It was very confusing. We're talking today with Pastor Jerry Colbreth from Tridestone New Beginning Church. Jerry, you were sharing about, you've been married 45 years, mm-hmm. and we were talking about the six-step apology. How has that six-step apology transformed your marriage? Oh, tremendously. Because... Should we bring you, get your wife called <laughs> into the show? Oh, my goodness. I tell you the truth, um, it just made me stop and think about how, because I'm a communicator, you know, but sometimes communicators can be overbearing and, you know, opinionated. And so what the six-step apology did was made me realize that, you know, there were faults, uh, and I'm always trying to be the person that solved the problem. And uh, sometimes you just need to stop and just admit, I did that, and I'm sorry. So I started doing that with my wife, and um, she began to see that I was real, that I was serious about it, and it and it helped mend our relationship. You know, after 45 years, you know, you got a lot of ups and downs, sure. ins and outs, but I think it helped us to uh, knit our hearts together even more because I was willing to say when she felt a certain way because of something I did so to me justifying it and say well if you hadn't have I wouldn't have but just to admit you know what you're right I did that and I'm sorry you know would you would you you forgive me I'm sorry and so that that changes things when you're willing to step up and say that you were wrong and and say that without trying to put guilt on them. 
I did that because you made me. I'm sorry I did it because it was, but it was your fault. That's not that's not what he's that's not what we're teaching here. Right. And so uh, that that that's one of the most impactful things. But it also helped me. One of the things you learn in transformational leadership training is the social covenant. You know, it which deals with how we're going to treat one another. An agreement on how we're going to treat right, one another. As right. believers, right. as believers. As believers. And, you know, and in the workplace, how we're going to, because, you know, I carried some of these things in the workplace. How are we going to treat one another uh, in, in the ways we need to treat one another? You know, that's biblical, you know. And so that, that's helped a lot in building and mending relationships, you know, um, across the workplace spectrum. So you first brought this back to your workplace when you were in the marketplace. Yeah. And then you've been a pastor of this church for how long? I've been pastoring for f- 17 years now. And have you brought transformational leadership into here, into your organization, this church, Tried Stone, New Beginning Church? Yeah, yeah. Like I said earlier, one of the first gr- larger group transformational leadership trainings that Ford did, uh, Ford Taylor did, was here. Uh, and, and we had a lot of our people in our congregation go through TL. And it's been, um, and I think it has positively affected our interaction with one another. And every time we've had it, we've had it here several times now, I try to invite more people because, as I said earlier, transformation begins with you. So talk to me about the transformation, because in my opinion— the stuff that we're learning here in the Transformational Leadership Workshop, which people can find out about online at transformlead.com, transformlead.com. This is the kind of stuff that can flip a country upside down. I mean, right side up, excuse me, the right, wrong term. Yeah, but, right but change it. Yeah, flip it right side up. Talk about the community impact. Ford's been teaching transformational leadership and his team all across Cincinnati now for yeah. years. How has it impacted the community? Let's just start from your perspective. How how has it impacted the community, and how would you like to see it impact the community? Well, just based on my relationship with Ford and going through the TL, uh, many we work together in uh, with a group called City Servants, and our whole purpose is connect, unite, and support kingdom efforts to bring about transformation in our city. And uh, Ford Taylor is a signal part of that. And so uh, when we when he did the TL training, many, if not most of our uh, team of city service have gone through at least one TL. Now, the way that impacts us is that we and we've been at the table for 12, 13, 14 years um, and it is is multiracial, multicultural, uh, multigender. And so what happens is um it's taught us how to, you know, treat each other, and and the social covenant has called us to to knit our hearts together in mm-hmm. a way that even though the conversation may get difficult, uh, we still stay at the table. And the impact that that's had, there are a number of things that uh, I have been involved in personally, as far as the city is concerned, and working with the city and looking for transformation in our city that would not have happened if it hadn't been part of this group um, and and our hearts being knitted together would not have happened if we had not been part of TL. And so there's... That's a powerful statement. Yeah, uh, without a doubt. And so there's this, a list of things that um, have happened that, that prove that to be now true. Now, Cincinnati's how big of a town? I mean, th- this greater area. I mean, how many people? I don't know. 
<laughs> okay. Well, based on the traffic, it's not as big as Tampa, but it's it's a lot bigger than some small. I mean, I'm guessing it's got to be a million or two million. Yeah, people. I mean, it's, yeah. That might be something good for me to find out. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. I you, just do the. You work. don't have room for a million in the church just yet, yeah. anyway. So, all right. But so, talk about how many how many pastors and and city people are involved in that city servants group that you're. Oh, um, that are directly involved with the group that meet on a regular basis is probably. Uh, 25 okay 26. these are people that are actively involved in oh, impacting totally. the culture of actively involved in the culture of cincinnati but also have international ministries like ford it's got this international it's all ministry. Over the place, another close friend of mine who, who uh actually got used to birth um um the 40-day prayer covenant all over the all over the world now he's part of that group it's just a lot of people that god has brought together leaders who are already doing kingdom things who are already doing things that are transforming um they were doing that individually now we can come together and work together support one another connect with one another with one another and bring about the change that we believe god wants in our city and that I makes mean, it many. exponentially more effective too uh, absolutely so, and then just the tentacles from that you know it may be 24 25 at the table but the connects from that you know, it's hundreds. Hey, we're talking about transformational leadership. Check it out online at transformlead.com. You have no doubt in your mind that I work for him is endorsing this process. This is something that every organization should go through. You've got opportunities. You can get Ford Taylor to get involved in your organization. Just check it out online at transformlead.com. This is the kind of thing that will transform our nation. So let's talk about the kind of healing that's going on in Cincinnati because it, that's what, I mean, what I've seen in, in transformational leadership is it causes that person, that attendee, to look inward and to look at maybe some of the woundedness that they've got, to look at damaged relationships. How can that be trans, um, transferred then to healing relationships in a community? Are, well, you, in, are you seeing any of that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, being an African-American uh, in Cincinnati uh, all my life has has been a challenge because um, we have a lot of systemic racism, stuff like that right. goes on. And, um, and I had my issues, quite frankly. I was always in corporate America, always around people that didn't look like me, always usually only the only one or two, you know, in those levels with people that didn't look like me didn't have my kind of background. Um, and when I started taking, you know, actually transformational leadership and and the table was so diverse and we were able to begin to share the hurt and you know, that we suffered, the hurt that we have gone through being a person of color in, um, in this city and in this world, but in this city and, um, the TL, just some of the principles and some of the tools that we get in TL helped me to stay at the table and do the introspection. Mm. And and it helped me to work. And God, God's now got a call on my life to, to bridge the gap between actually, for sure, black and white uh, relationships. And I know that um, when it comes to uh, African-Americans, um, and this kind of training, you know, I want to say to every African-American, if anybody that's black listening to this, that as a black man and um, and proud of my, of my heritage, this training has literally opened up the floodgate for me to build cross-racial relationships. Um, and now God has actually given me a burden for that. And I'm not afraid to even talk about it. But 
I can say that this TL has gone a long way in helping me see some things because we're at the table and there are people who have heard the plight, heard my heart, you know, heard, you know, the, the challenges that we face who don't look like me and actually have done something about it in their local fellowships, in their businesses. I'm just saying, um, and now the, the, my heart is, how many people can I introduce to TL? Because if my life mm. has been transformed, you know, with all of the hurt that we've had to carry culturally, I know for a fact that your life can be changed too. Jerry Colbreth, Pastor Jerry Colbreth from Tridestone New Beginning Church. Thanks so much for being an iWork friend. Thanks for sharing that. I'm sorry it's such a short period of time, but what you just said there is what we all want in this country, healing Amen. that can well, be brought on by the power of Jesus. And Amen. that's what Praise this is. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Really Amen. appreciate it. God bless it. you, man. It's so good to meet you. Check it out online, transformlead.com. That's transformlead.com. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace, it's my mission field. But ultimately, I work for him.